Hey there, this is Nicole Whitworth with Your Nursing Tutor, and today I'm really excited to share with you an interview I did with one of my former tutoring students, Jen Volp. She has been a successful nurse for over five years now, but when she first found me and Your Nursing Tutor, she had failed the NCLEX multiple times and wasn't sure what to do next. She even lost out on a nursing job because of this situation and was feeling really discouraged, but she didn't give up. Back when I first started tutoring Jen, I had confidence that she was eventually going to succeed and earn her nursing license because I could tell that she had the motivation and commitment that it takes to persevere in a situation like that. I knew this because when she first approached me for tutoring help, I had to turn her down because I was about to give birth to baby number four, and I didn't have the time or energy to take on a new tutoring client at that time. Remember, this was over five years ago, way back before I offered the VIP tutoring membership that I have available nowadays. So Jen's only chance to work with me was to pay my expensive rates for private one-on-one tutoring and wait until I was available. And in today's interview, you're also going to get to hear her opinion as to whether she thought it was worth the money. In any case, even though I had to turn her down as a tutoring client at first, she kept politely pestering me in a very good way, of course, to tutor her. And so a few months after that, we were able to get started working together. And that is honestly how I knew she would eventually make it as a nurse, because if she was going to be so consistently relentless about seeking out the help she needed from me and willing to do the work, I knew she would be consistently relentless about doing whatever it took to study differently and prepare to retake her NCLEX. In fact, I still look for those same characteristics in the students who want to join my VIP tutoring membership today, because I know that if you're committed to doing the work, then it's only a matter of time until you turn around your nursing school experience and see some big improvements for yourself. Or if you're pre-nursing, you can avoid that whole situation and simply start out strong. In any case, if you'd like to read the transcript for today's episode, then, or to get more information about the VIP tutoring membership, of course, you can find that information by going to the show notes for today's episode at www.yournursingtutor.com forward slash episode 57. Now let's hear the rest of Jen's story in today's interview. Enjoy. Hey, it's so good Hi. to see you. Yeah, you too. Um, so just so you know, give you some background. First of all, thank you so much for uh, letting me interview you. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, And just so you know, this is going to go on my podcast. So I like seeing your face, but um, I probably won't share the video. So you don't have to worry about that unless you, you know, just want to be, you know, on for everybody to see. (laughs) That's good because I am in my PJs, but I got my top half ready. (laughs) (laughs) that's good sometimes I do podcasts um wearing my pajama pants like my plaid pajama pants just because nobody can see me from the waist down I do tutoring sessions like that all the time actually because I do most of my tutoring sessions at night and so I'm just kind of like I want to go to bed as soon as this is over and so I get as ready for bed as I can but um but yeah so um what I'm gonna do how this will work is I'm just gonna give like a quick intro real quick. Like I'm going to turn on my podcast voice and just give a quick intro and just ask you to, if you, you know, start asking questions and we can just have a conversation and um, chat about what you've been up to. So I'll be just like asking you to like catch me up. Cause I know we talked a little bit, like when you get my chapsticks and stuff, which, you know, there might be some 
lip balms coming your way as a thank you for letting me interview you. I'm just saying. So Dustin <laughs> really likes them. And awesome. I yeah, I thought so. So uh, you'll have to remind me what your favorite flavors are because I'm about to make a new batch um, in the next week or two. So, okay. Um, but yeah. And then, so I'll just ask like what you're up to, what, what you, especially in your nursing life, you know, since you got your license and then we'll switch gears and kind of go back and talk about what nursing school was like for you, what your nursing journey looked like back then, kind of the ups and downs of it, um, how you found me and why you reached out to me, what it was like working with me. And then of course, what it was like when you passed your NCLEX and, um, we're officially a nurse. So, and we'll just kind of see how the conversation goes from there, but that's kind of the, the high points that I usually plan to hit on. Does that sound good? Yes. And this will all be recorded. Yes. Yeah. So it's recorded right now, but, um, we can edit things if we need to. So <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> you can't see anything wrong. Or if you do say something wrong and you're like, okay, Nicole, I definitely don't want that in the podcast. You can tell me. And, um, my husband does all the editing for me, so I'll just make a note of what you want to cut out or whatever. Okay, sure. Okay. But it's all casual. Like all my interviews, I haven't done, well, I've done a few interviews and like, it's just, we keep it casual. It's just friendly. Like okay. I, I say, um, my podcasting mentor, he always says that when he does interviews, he just kind of thinks about it. Like, you know, you're in a, in the car with a friend and, uh, you and your friend are in the front seat and there's just you know, hundreds or thousands of people in the backseat listening, <laughs> but, uh, but you don't even talk to them like they're there. <laughs> so it's just kind of fly on the wall with podcasting. So that sounds good. Mm -hmm. And also just have you introduce yourself a little bit too. Like I'll, I'll just introduce you a little bit and tell about how we know each other. And then you can add some things if you want to. Okay. Yep. Okay. So well, it's always awkward getting started because it's like, let's go from just chatting to like being official. So we're about to do the awkward official part. Okay. Hello, this is Nicole Whitworth of Neuronursing Tutor. And I'm here today with my friend, Jen Volpe, who was uh, one of my tutoring students. It's been like six years. Is that right, Jen? Yes. Yeah, about six years ago uh, is when we met. And I really wanted her to have her on the podcast today because I always tell students that everybody's nursing journey looks different, completely different. There's no one right way to do your nursing journey. And almost always it's going to have bumps and ups and downs and twists and turns that you didn't expect. You may not have wanted, but if you want to become a nurse, you can still do it. And Jen's story, I always think it's just so inspirational. I actually talk about you quite a bit, Jen, <laughs> with my students when I want to offer them um, hope. So um, Jen found me, like I said, about six years ago when she hadn't um, been successful with her NCLEX. And I'll let her tell a little bit more about that. But after working together for a little while, she successfully passed and she has been, spoiler alert, a successful registered nurse for five or six years now. So that's awesome. And um, Jen, do you want to talk a little bit about what you're doing now as a nurse and what you've been doing since you got your license? Yes. So um, currently I work in a family practice clinic in um, a fairly big city and um, I live in Madison, Wisconsin. Awesome. And yeah, Midwest. So, 
Yes. <laughs> so I work with two excellent female providers. One is a MD and one is a nurse practitioner. And I um, am doing family medicine nursing. So that's all ages. And I really enjoy the clinic setting. I really was attracted to it because my husband has some chronic illnesses. So I really like the stability of being Monday through Friday, no holidays, weekends. So that's really worked out. I've been with um, Unity Point Health Meritor for, uh, believe in the next month or two, it will be four years. And I've really enjoyed working for this organization. They really provide a lot of opportunities for growth, for teaching, um, learning, and I really just have a good group of coworkers. So um, that's really been enjoyable. Awesome. And what did you do before you started with them? So you said we've been with them about four years. So what were you doing when you switched to that? Um, prior to working with Meritor, I um, was working in a private um, clinic and I was in internal med. So um, 18 and up working with um, one female medical doctor and um I just, I liked it, but I was wanting to move on to something else. And I really, I think I found the fit where I, I need to be right now. I like the camaraderie, the growth, the learning. Um, And I also think that given the climate we're in with COVID that um, like we're all burnt out as healthcare professionals, Mm -hmm. but I feel like the organization that I work with recognizes that and also really tries to back and listen to us as nurses and what we have to say. That's really important. I will say I have um, a friend who's a nurse consultant who consults with a lot of big hospitals across the country. And it's surprising talking to her, the number of big healthcare organizations that don't listen to their nurses. It's really sad, actually. So that's wonderful that you found a great uh, clinic that does listen to the nurses. Um, So if I'm remembering correctly, did you start doing clinical work right away after getting your RN license or did you work in the hospital for a little bit first? I went straight to clinic nursing. I, um, I did some, of course, hospital um, clinicals when I was in nursing school. And um, obviously that was, I had to do that. I enjoyed it, I think back then, but given just the climate, of, like I said, with my husband and um, all of his health issues up until this point, clinic nursing was quite a bit more appealing. I didn't right. necessarily want to go to the hospital um, for various reasons. And um, I think at the point in the AJM in my life right now, I really um, think that clinic nursing is where I want to stay at this point. I do, maybe a few years ago when I first started at the clinic, I was skeptical that I would lose a lot of skills, hands-on things, um, because I think a lot of clinic nursing, you're triaging on the phone. So it's really critical thinking. You don't maybe get to do as much patient interaction in person, but that's what I initially thought. But I've I've gotten over that piece <laughs> because I yeah. do talk a lot on the phone, but now I'm making like the connections, the relationships, people know me when I'm like, Hey, I'm Jen. And, you know, we have that rapport, that trust. We also have a lot of patients that, you know, can't get into specialties 
can't get into this or that. And so we do a lot of things in the clinic that maybe we wouldn't do. I'm doing a lot of injections, a lot of teaching. I help with wound care. Sometimes we do just a lot of different things in the clinic. So I'm not as concerned anymore about losing those skills. And if so, um, I feel like we have support um, if we need to like refresh on on those. Um, actually, yesterday I was supposed to give uh, a Vivitrol injection and I was super nervous about that. And um, we were like extending the, the olive branch to this patient mm. and actually he never showed up. So I, I was all prepared. I, was, I had additional support and I was excited to give it a, to help him maintain his, you know, sobriety, but also to get another tool under my belt mm-hmm. and then he didn't show up. So, uh. um, <laughs> <laughs> I still I think- feel like I have that knowledge, but like, that mm-hmm. is not something I ever thought I would be doing in a clinic. You know, we do a lot of t- various types of things that people don't necessarily know. And so I think that's, I think that's refreshing. Yeah, that is, that is really interesting. So I have two things I want to ask you to follow up about that. One is, um, well, first is, I guess it's a comment. It's just that so many people, I just want everybody who's listening to catch what you just said, that you have been a nurse for like six years now, and you still have things you still have days where you feel nervous. So I want other people to hear that because it kind of normalizes things, right? (laughs) Like, I bet you don't feel nervous all all day, every day, the way that you did as a brand new nurse, right? Correct. No, I (laughs) I feel I'm not using, you know, I don't really use my triage book. I lean on a lot of colleagues or, you know, we have medical databases or providers if I have questions about Mm -hmm. something that's really obscure but no, I feel much more comfortable and confident than I did initially. And as Nicole can attest to, I definitely struggle with confidence yeah. and I think we're always working and building on that, but yeah, but like things like this Vivitrol injection, that definitely was, I was really out of my comfort zone. I actually requested that we had another training from the rep so that we could, me and a couple of my coworkers could kind of refresh on that. Because awesome. I think that's the climate that we're maybe heading into in the okay. clinic setting right now. Oh, wow. So. Okay. So you're looking ahead and, but you said so some other skills that you've developed then is knowing how to, to recognize when you need additional training or support, how to find that and advocate for yourself to make sure that you get it and then move forward, learning new skills. And then you end up a better nurse because of it and build your confidence. So that's really great. Uh, Yeah. I just hear so many nursing students, even like in their first semester feeling like, well, I don't know X, Y, Z. And I'm like, of course you don't. (laughs) You're a first semester nursing student. And so I think it's good to hear. Um, I worked when I was working in the pediatric OR. uh, I still remember there was a 40 year veteran nurse that I worked with one of my coworkers. And she told me that she still learned new things every single day. And I'm like, this is a specialty and a specialty. Is there really that much to learn? And clearly there is, there obviously is in all areas of nursing. So that's awesome. So let me ask you this then, what piece of advice, do you have any advice that you would give to, oh, is that your puppy dog? <laughs> do you have what, uh, any advice that you would give to a, uh, a nursing student who is facing graduation 
doesn't think they want to go into a hospital setting, but maybe they've been told, oh, you can't go straight into clinic work. You have to do your time on med surge, or you have to grow your skills in a hospital setting before you can go into clinic work. What would you tell a student like that? I would say um, you don't have anything to lose. <laughs> I, I mean, definitely when I started out, I think they had wanted, I had maybe a year or two under my belt of clinic work, but I think at some point somebody needs to give you a chance and to offer, you know, take a chance on you and say, you're worth it. We're, we're wanting to train you, invest our time in you. And um, if, if this said person really does not want to have a, have a call to the hospital work, which is fine. It's not for everyone. I think it's, um, I think it's, it would be a good opportunity to try and apply for wherever you feel you're most led or just to anywhere, depending on the the climate, which I think is not a problem these days. Um, And I think that just really selling yourself and just being a good people person and being open to, you know, if they are, this organization is willing to take a chance on you to be open to learning and, um, and things, because that's, you know, what happened with me as I read out of nursing school, I went to a private clinic didn't have any um, hospital experience or clinic experience, but, you know, they were willing to, to take a chance on me and it, and it worked out and I did get some, some knowledge. And then I, you know, went on to the organization that I'm with now. Okay, cool. That's good advice. And I think it's, I hear you saying like sell Mm -hmm. yourself, which Mm -hmm requires a little bit of confidence or at least faking the confidence until you can (laughs) gain it for real. So that's awesome. And just to try it anyway, just to put yourself out there and try it anyway. I know I got a job, I got a nursing job one time by applying for something that I wasn't qualified for on paper and I didn't get it the first time, but the second time they, they had a position open, they actually came back and asked me to reapply if I was still interested. And I, I had the, the H, I think it was funny, like looking back because the first time I applied the HR person, because it was with the same hospital I was already working at, just a different department. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually asked me, well, are you sure you want to apply? I don't, are you sure you want to apply because you're not qualified for this? And I was like, yep, I want to apply anyway. <laughs> I guess I just, I'm stubborn. I don't take no for an answer. So, okay, let's switch gears a little bit and think back to nursing school. And so uh, I know you, you referenced this, that you struggled a little bit with confidence back then um, because you actually uh, went through the experience of failing NCLEX multiple times before you were finally successful. So let's start back with um, nursing school. Um, How was just the nursing school experience for you? Um, so just to preface, I love, I loved school. I I still do, but I have no desire at this point to go back. (laughs) Um, Maybe that will change, but you know, I got my undergrad and then I went on to get some prereqs for nursing school. Once I decided that's what I was, the direction I was going. And then I went to nursing school, which was just the nursing classes at that point. And clinical. So I really love and enjoy school. But I think nursing school was really difficult for me. I I think that looking back on it now, the clinical piece, like I feel like I have a good bedside manner. I can, you know, really connect with patients, whether it's on the phone or in person. But 
back then I I'm just thinking about things that I was not confident. I it was a struggle sometimes and I didn't always feel confident, but you just have to put a smile on, ask questions, reach out to colleagues, your instructors. Um, so I think that got better, but I think the, the, the issue where I really struggled was um, test taking. Mm-hmm. I, like I said, have always really liked school, been fairly decent at school, but I'm not a good test taker. And I have a lot of um, like anxiety in general, but then to take tests where you have to get a certain score or percentage that made things even worse for me. Um, the NCLEX is like multiple guests or pick the best answer. And I think where I um, really succeeded with like studying and test taking was when I could, when I found the right tutor and the right method, which is needing to verbalize things out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, and put them in my own words. And I was forced to do that. That's not something mm-hmm. that I would have normally chosen. <laughs> but when I'm forced to do it, <clears throat> then it's a little different. And then that really helped me to succeed in nursing school. Yeah. And I did go through a couple tutors. I did reach out for resources, talk to professors. Like I was, I felt like I was utilizing my, the options Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a struggle to get through nursing school and, but it was worth it. Yeah. Did your school have uh, free tutors available or did you have to seek out paid tutors? That time? Cause I know we, we didn't meet until after you had graduated just so that everybody else knows, but, um, but it, but do you remember what kind of tutors you had found? Were they mm-hmm. resources through your school or outside your school? Yeah, I think, um, I think that one of the tutors I had, it was a resource through the school. She had already graduated um, and passed her NCLEX. So she was a resource through the school. Yes. Okay. And I, and I did meet one-on-one with her for a while. I just think that I needed to find the style that I needed Mm -hmm. that worked best for me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I'm glad that you were talking about how you had to speak things out loud because this is, so back then I, um, you know, I had my methods of tutoring students, but I've even like finessed it even more and to make it easier for students to understand so that they can figure out the style that works best for them faster, but to do it in a framework that helps them think like a nurse. And so kind of the steps that I walk people through now to think about the material, I call it the silver bullet study system. And so it's just like, four steps. This is how you think through the information, but the key is to do the active learning. And so when I hear you say, I had to talk it out, even though I didn't, that's not what I would have chosen to do. (laughs) It's because everybody, everybody gravitates towards the passive learning because especially in the U S that's mostly how school is done for our entire life. Read this, listen to this, watch this, regurgitate it repeat, but obviously in nursing school, it's a lot different, right? Because we have to do those, the NCLEX style questions. We have to think through, there's a lot more critical thinking skills. And, and so in order to develop those critical thinking skills around the nursing topics, you really do have to force yourself to use the active learning techniques, things like you said, putting it in your own words. Like that seems kind of simple when you say it, but it's harder to do than just 
highlighting it in the book. <laughs> but if you spend that extra, you know, two minutes maybe to figure out how to put it in your own words, it really does cement it in your brain so much better so that you can analyze it and apply it later on versus just maybe you remember it, but you don't really understand what it means <laughs> later when you, and you can never apply that information to test questions as well when you just memorize somebody else's words as you can when you internalize it and make it your own. So, okay, so you made it through nursing school. You get to graduation. Now you had test anxiety. So I'm sure you were nervous about sitting to take NCLEX for the first time. And you also, as I correct me if I'm wrong, but you had a job already um, that you were working at the time before you took yep. NCLEX, right? Yeah. So you had, you were working as a, you know, pre-licensure, you know, graduate nurse mm -hmm. and you go. And so you, there's a lot of pressure. <laughs> there's a lot of pressure yeah. in that situation. <laughs> um, you were also, you were engaged at that time, right? Because I remember you and Dustin got married while we were tutoring, I think, or yes. shortly after. Yeah. Yes. So you're engaged. Plus you had mentioned like Dustin has health problems and I know he was having some flare-ups then if I'm remembering right and so there's yeah. all these things <laughs> just like sitting on your shoulders um and you're going into NCLEX like the first time you took NCLEX did you like how afraid were you that you might fail or did you kind of think like well yeah I'm nervous but that's not going to happen to me like what were you what were your thoughts what were you thinking uh, that's so far back <laughs> I know <laughs> So first of all, let me just point out the fact that it feels like so much when students are listening to this, they're about to take NCLEX, they're feeling all this, but then no matter how you feel right now, six years from now, you're going to be like, um, that was a long time ago <laughs> with a smile on their face. <laughs> yes. Um, it passes. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I can't remember exactly, but I do know overall when I, um, I had to take the NCLEX more times than I would, would have liked. Mm -hmm. um, but just given that I have test anxiety, that there's a lot of pressure because of my job situation. Um, and, you know, I had always heard through um, uh, nursing school and whatnot. And in the prep course, I took the Kaplan prep course after graduation as well. Okay. Um, that, you know, the, the college that I had gone to, the, the pass rate was like, I think at that time was like hundred oh, wow. um, percent. Okay. So of course that adds a lot of pressure along with all these other things. And, you know, I hear that sometimes you can pass with 75 questions sometimes like, and then it will just shut off. And then of course you don't know until a little bit later, sometimes you still might pass if you go over 75. So these things are going through my head. I'm trying to block them out um, and just like do a lot of self-talk I had to take some breaks. I brought little snacks. You know, you have to go into like a separate room and eat. So like all, I had all these strategies that I thought would work. Mm -hmm. um, and I took it. I, I'm generalizing. I think I know a couple of times I, I had gotten, gotten around 75 questions um, and then it shut off. And then it's just like a sense of relief that hey, it's done. Um, yeah. But then you're concerned, like, hey, did they pass? You're hearing all your other colleagues passed. Uh, and then, you know, you get the results and you didn't pass. And then you have to look over the analysis and see, like, what kinds of things can you brush up on? What, what do you need more help with? And things to that effect. 
Mm-hmm. Now I will say, cause I had to, you know, like you said, it's a long, it was a long time ago now. So I, I looked up some of our old emails to refresh my memory <laughs> on the timeline. <laughs> and what I had totally forgotten was you had first emailed me when I was actually near the end of my pregnancy with my fourth baby. And uh-huh. so I was not taking on any new tutoring students at that time because I was about to go on maternity leave. <laughs> so, um, so I think I had told you to check back with me like that fall and you did. Um, and I think right then I wasn't right away, but you were so persistent. Like I was looking at those emails and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I didn't just take her on right away because she, you were just so persistent in, in a polite and kind way. But, uh, and so that, right there told me that you were the type of student I would love to work with anyway, because uh, I will tell you that there is a difference between the type of student who I, I tell them, because here's the thing, some students come to me and they want, they hope that I can just do it for them, right? Like I can just spoon feed them some information and it's all magic and they do it. But it's like what we said, like, you have to be an active participant in the learning process. And that means that there's some uncomfortable work you have to do in order to, that's not what you prefer, like, but it's hard. It's hard. I call it wrestling with the information, right? Wrestling is not fun. It's hot, sweaty work. (laughs) And, um, And so, but by you just being persistent and checking back with me when I told you to check back with me, I was like, okay, this student is, I know, I knew that's what told me that I knew you were going to make it ultimately. Cause I think by the time we finally started working together, you had already failed on clicks either um, two or three times. I can't remember. It might've been twice, but, and that you were, you had it scheduled again, but it was like a really short timeline, like maybe a month or less from when we first started. And so when we started working together, I was totally honest with you that I'm like, this might be too short of a timeline because as a tutor, obviously I can't guarantee results for anybody. I can just provide opportunities to improve, to help you figure out your weak spots, your strengths, and to um, keep moving forward. Um, And so that's why I always, always, always tell students now and forever (laughs) that if you want to be a nurse, as long as you still have the desire and you don't give up, you can become a nurse you know, there's no rule that says your journey has to look this certain way, right? It might take some people a little longer. So, and then as I recall, you did stick to and take that, um, take that the test the third time, even though it was the short timeline and you were unsuccessful then too. So we continued working together though. And that's the thing, like your determination to not give up was such, like I would, that's the number one factor in why you succeeded, you know? Like I can't claim credit for it because I just said that <laughs> I can't, <laughs> I can't do it for you. You know, you have to put in the work. So I have to like emphasize that to everybody, the shout out that Jen did it. <laughs> Jen is the one that put in the work and the effort and didn't give up and kept wrestling with the information. And I was just kind of like the assisting player to, to keep you motivated, to help you with your confidence, to explain the questions or explain content that you didn't quite understand when you were studying it on your own and to help guide you through that and really be like a mentor and a coach to, um, to get you doing what the things that were going to make you successful in NCLEX. 
So um, can you, do you remember, could you share a little bit though about, so during this time, because you passed the NCLEX, um, I think you lost your, that job, didn't you? That first job, like first, and they, I think they moved you down to a different position, but I think ultimately they had Correct. to let you go, right? Okay. Do you mind talking Correct. a little bit about that? How you felt about that situation and what that did to your confidence and things? Um, so I was, it was when I was working at this um, private uh, medical clinic that I was, it was kind of, they hired me on the, um, it was kind of like the deal is, Hey, you graduated nursing school. Great. They knew that I hadn't, that I'd taken the NCLEX a couple of times and hadn't been successful, but they said like the conditions, you know, were that you take it, you pass it. And then, you know, you can, um, work more in the capacity of the, obviously the RN role, because I would have been, um, licensed. Mm -hmm. Um, so at that time it had been a couple of times and I had been keeping like my supervisor, um, up to date on what was going on. And I think that, I mean, they had to look out for the needs of the clinic. Right. They needed to have someone in the full capacity because there was some things I don't think I could do, could do, or maybe it was just like a temporary basis. I think it was 90 days. I think they really, actually, I can't remember the time frame, but I know that at some point they were just like kind of on me because they wanted to have me pass. And if not, then we had to talk about the next steps and what that would mean in terms of my licensure. So I had taken in probably a couple more times. Um, maybe two more times I hadn't passed again. And so I basically had to sit down with like the supervisor or whatnot. And it was determined that, um, I would have to be moved down to a lower role. Um, I did not have, so in the clinic, we had RNs and, um, medical assistants. I didn't have a licensure for having medical assistant license. So I was moved down to like a CNA role. Um, Mm -hmm. and what that essentially meant is that I was rooming patients, which obviously I do now, you know, I help out my staff. So don't, I don't have anything against that. It was just not what I wanted at that time. I was seeking to be an RN. And so I wasn't really happy in that role. And that's where we did part ways with the clinic. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I did part ways with them because that's not what I really wanted. And I was still working towards my NCLEX. Right. Passing that. Yeah. So that was, I'm sure a hard decision. And I know a lot of students, um, really struggle when they experience failures, um, whether it's like a test or a class or they fail out of their program or they fail the NCLEX. They, uh, I hear a lot because that's actually the number one biggest fear that I hear from nursing students is failure in all its forms. And (laughs) a lot of what really comes with that I have found is that people feel embarrassed. They feel kind of like the sense of shame that like, oh, well, they shouldn't have failed. Um, What would you tell a student who is in the situation like you experienced? Like looking back now, six years later, somebody who just had to, you know, leave their job because they failed NCLEX, what kind of um, advice or, or words of wisdom would you offer them? I would say just keep, if that's what you're truly passionate about, like I had gone through nursing school, 
I knew the end goal was to become a nurse. It definitely was a bumpy journey and longer than I expected. Um, but I had a lot of family support. My mom was my biggest cheerleader and still is. Um, you know, my husband, my now husband, Dustin, he was there supporting me and, um, I'd worked so hard for this. And so I was going to do whatever I needed to do to get there. And so I think perseverance and determination, even though it, it did take a, even though my, I guess my ego did suffer quite a lot because I, I knew I could do it. And I think that I just had a barrier of the, you know, test taking. And, but when I found the right resources, when I found Nicole and um, was asked to do things out of my comfort zone. And when I really truly started, you know, regurgitating the information in my words, but I could understand and put it into practice, what that meant, I think that helped me a lot. Um, Along with family support, determination, and just to keep following your dream because I just, I still am remembering now talking about this, all the the tears and the conversations Mm -hmm. that I had with my mom every time I did not pass. And she was just like, you got this, you're smart. You're going to just keep trying again. And, and now I'm, I've achieved, you know, that goal and I passed my NCLEX and now I've been working for a couple of years and, and. I don't even think back. (laughs) This is bringing up a lot of things. I don't even think back to the times that I didn't pass because employers, obviously they don't look, they don't need, they don't really need to know. They, they just want to know you're a registered nurse that you passed your life, you know, the test and and go from there. But um, it's definitely, I think the struggle for some people is more real than others. And I think that makes, um, I can't speak for anyone else, but I think that that makes me a better person and a better nurse in general because I fight for what I want. And um, I think that, you know, I'm I'm a good advocate for people or patients in general. Yeah, that's I could absolutely see that in you because having gone through that experience, it like gives you <clears throat> had the grit, and the, ter- the determination and um, and you made it. And I definitely saw that in you from day one, as I said. Mm -hmm. So I hear you saying that um, the determination is like a huge factor Mm because if you give up, you're never going to make it to your goal, but keeping your eye on the prize and that that can help carry you through the difficult spots because five years down the road, nobody cares. You barely remember it yourself. (laughs) (laughs) What seems like such a big deal today is going to be just a gust of wind <laughs> a few years from now. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But when you're in the thick of it, you, you don't think you can't even think beyond that moment, right. you know, about what the future is like, but yes, looking back on it now from a different point of view, I totally agree. And I think that, um, because of all the struggles that I have been through, I, I really think that anyone, as long as you have the drive and determination and want to be a nurse or, you know, whatever you want to be in general, um, maybe have those qualities and perseverance. I think that, um, that you'll succeed 
your journey may not always look like what you want it to look like, mm-hmm. but as long as you get there at some point, I think that that's what matters. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, I totally agree 100%. And I try to tell students that all the time and remind them of that. And then the second thing I heard you say that I love and I think is super important is that you also credit your success to your support system. So for you, that was your mom and your then fiance, now husband, (laughs) uh, Dustin. And that is such an important thing because you have all of this other negativity, like, you know, going through that clinic experience and having to make the hard choice to quit that job when they couldn't put you in the role that you want it to be in. that's got to be like, you know, you can have the best outlook in the world and it's still going to be a bit of a blow. But when you have these other voices speaking in your ear, encouraging you, reminding you that you can do it, then that is such an important factor in counteracting the negativity and reminding you of what you do know deep down because of your determination (laughs) that (laughs) you can do this and you will get through it. And they can see that perspective sometimes that you can't when you're in the thick of it. So they can be that voice. I know that's something that I do for students in the VIP tutoring membership all the time. Like if somebody does experience a failure or um, even if they don't fail, I have a lot of students, believe it or not, who say, oh, well, I passed this test, but it was just an easy test. And I'm like, shut your mouth. You passed that test. Give yourself congratulations and don't just excuse that because you think it was easy. It wasn't easy. It was easy because you studied hard and you knew the material. (laughs) That's why it was easy. (laughs) Um, And then also with my VIP tutoring membership now, because when we worked together, I was only offering one-on-one individual tutoring, but clearly it wasn't enough for all the nursing students who need help, which is why you had to wait so long to for me to be able to help you because of the things, you know, me having a baby and things going on in my life. But um, since then, I've, I've created this tutoring membership where I can provide like the same level of support, teach the same skills, like the silver bullet study system, um, offer the same kind of mentoring and confidence building and tests, anxiety, like help, um, but for more students and for less price, actually, because it's a membership. And one of the benefits that I didn't really expect when I started as a membership is that like community support is mm-hmm. because some people out there don't have a supportive mom or a supportive, you know, fiance turned husband and they feel like they're on their own doing it or they have like actively negative people in their life. And so, um, and so with my VIP tutoring membership, like you have this community now of like not only me who I'm going to encourage everybody <laughs> as, as if they're going to be determined, I'm going to be here for that and I'm going to support them until they reach their goal. Um, but there's all the other students are so super encouraging and they will be the ones to like call out, Hey, you're stuck in the thick of this. Or they'll like turn around and be like, you know, I failed my first semester. This is my retake of this semester and I'm doing so much better. You can do this too. You know, you, you can get through it. Um, so yeah. So I think that that is such a great reminder that the community support, having people in your corner that are encouraging you can help you to stay determined when the going gets tough. So 
Okay. Well, thank you so, so much for chatting with me today, Jen, and just sharing more about your story and the bumps and bruises. And I hope that everybody listening, especially if they're going through, like if they're right in the middle of the bumpy part of their journey right now, I hope that they heard loud and clear your message that five years from now, they're barely going to remember this. Okay. They're going to make it through too, and they are going to be fine. So, um, Thank you so much. Is there anything else you want to add or any like parting words of wisdom that you'd want to share with a nursing student or anything like that? Um, keep pushing forward. Don't give up. At this point, if, when you're in school and you need extra help, money is no object. <laughs> <laughs> you do what you got to do yeah. and you will make it. And each journey looks a little bit different, but the end goal is the same. Yep. That's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you said too, like the employers, nobody cares how many times you took NCLEX. Nobody cares for other students, like how many times, how many nursing schools they attempted to go to, how many times they failed mm -hmm. a class, how long it took them. Through. All they care about is, are you a nurse now? Can you do the job? Mm -hmm. So that's great. Thank you so much, Jen. So thanks for and, having me. Yep. And cut or how do you do cut? I don't know. Cut. <laughs> <laughs> so that was wonderful. I think that's going to be really helpful to a lot of people. I'm definitely thinking of a few people in my community who have been struggling with um, some of those mindset issues and, and, and hard parts of their journey. And so, and that's why I wanted to talk to you because I knew you'd be a perfect person to just share that <laughs> with and everything. So now I do have another question to like off the record, just personal to um, put in your head and just ask you if you be interested, but next year I'm looking to start expanding um, your nursing tutor and the membership. And I want to add like a mentorship component to it for, um, I think starting out, it would be more for like, um, probably mostly for like last semester students through their first year of being a nurse, kind mm -hmm. of as they're making that transition to like applying for jobs, um, taking NCLEX and of course making just the adjustment <laughs> to being a nurse your first year, which is stressful. And so I am looking actually to hire a few nurses that I know would be fabulous in a mentorship role like that. And I think it would be super easy, hopefully kind of fun, where you just, um, <clears throat> I don't know exactly what it's going to look like yet because I'm still planning it out and building it. But I think to start out, it would probably just involve like one or two Zoom calls um, a month where it would be like you show up and whoever of the members want to attend, they attend and you just chat with them and let them ask you questions and you just share your experience. Like you don't have to be you know, like the be all end all expert, like you're not sure. responsible for them getting a job or passing NCLEX or <laughs> even like, it's not even like a tutoring thing, you know, so you don't have to like remember all the details of med search or anything like that. Sure. But it would just be, you know, encouraging them and letting them know that um, they can, you know, they don't have to work in the hospital straight out of graduation if they don't want to, but these are the things you should be doing if you don't want to do that. And, um, and just helping them work through confidence issues and 
being there, being that positive support <laughs> that I know was so important to you. So, and I'm thinking like max 10 hours a month if we did something like that and it would be a paid position, um, probably like contractor type thing. Is that something that, not a commitment, but is that something that sounds at all interesting to you or that you think you would have any time for or anything like that? What, what would be your thoughts or something like that? Um, I, well, first of all, the first thing that came to my mind is I'm flattered because I'm still like a new nurse. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I think, yeah, all I, I mean, all I do is work and come home. So <laughs> no, I, I think that I would be willing to give it a try. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Because, you know, the fact that you feel like a new nurse, I think that's so important for them to hear, honestly, is because sure, I could go out and find somebody who's been a nurse for 50 years, but they're not going to remember or understand the struggles <laughs> that somebody just graduating right now is sure. going to be having, you know, whereas for you, it's like, it's a little fresher, but you're also a little bit further along the path, you know? Mm -hmm. So just like the interview today where you're like looking back and reaching back and helping those people who are struggling through the same things you struggled through five or six years ago, you can give them that perspective that it does get better <laughs> and that it's yes. okay. Yeah. And that's like, that's basically what I'm looking for, you know? And I just think that you'd be so good in that role, I think. So, okay. Well, I'm going to keep you in mind then. And when I don't have a timeline for it, but when I'm ready to move forward, I will definitely be in touch. And do you, have you moved recently or do you have the same address that you did um, last time I sent you? Uh, <laughs> we we bought a house so I think oh, we congratulations moved. okay Thanks. do you mind sharing your address sure um <clears throat> excuse me it's 3005 okay commercial ave commercial like a tv commercial yep okay madison wisconsin uh-huh 53704 3704 okay awesome mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you so much, Jen. Well, I will let you go. I will let you know for sure when this podcast episode will air. Um, I'm thinking it'll probably be sometime in January, but I haven't set up the exact podcast schedule yet. So we will just have to see, but it'll be, um, yeah, probably January or February. So, okay. Take care. Tell Dustin, thank you for lending me his wife <laughs> for the morning <laughs> and I'll talk to you later. Thanks for thinking of me for this. <laughs> oh, gosh, absolutely. You're one of my favorite tutoring students. So <laughs> take care, Jen. Thanks. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed hearing from Jen about her experience passing nursing school, then failing NCLEX multiple times, losing a job over it, and getting the kind of tutoring support that finally spurred her on to success. And I especially hope that you heard loud and clear her message that no matter what struggles you're going through in nursing school right now, no matter how big and bad they feel, if you keep persevering, seeking the help you need, doing the work and moving forward, then five years from now, you're barely going to remember what happened and nobody else will care by then either. So if you're in that situation, then take a big breath and remember the hope that you can get there too, just like Jen did. If you enjoy hearing nursing school success stories like this one, then please subscribe to this podcast and leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. It's one small way that you can support this podcast and help other nursing students who also need to hear this important message. 
just go to www.yournursingtutor.com forward slash episode 57 to get the link. And you can also get more information on how to join the VIP tutoring membership so that I can personally mentor, encourage, and tutor you towards your success. Until next time, good luck on your nursing journey. Thank you.